0: Just to launch this conversation. This is our playground.
1: They have spontaneous conversations. They don't play in this. I mean, there's actually something sort of spiritual about that. What's he do? He's a human being.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I'm a sexist feminist. We should be friends. (laughs) Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters around the world. I haven't said that in a while. Hi.
1: Hey, what's up, Callie Albert?
0: <laughs> I'm just I'm relishing in the fact that I am um, back in the studio because I've missed you guys. It's been two weeks since I've been here, and it feels like a, a longer eternity than that.
1: Callie's Hi. in the house. Yeah, I missed
0: you guys. You guys did a really nice job. I want to thank Sam again publicly for sitting in for me last night. The boy show was really enjoyable. I had such a tickle listening to you. It was fun to actually listen to the show while it's happening, you know, as a listener. Yeah. Rather than, you know, the way we listen to the show after the fact is when it's always, you know, after post-recording, obviously. Uh Um, So that was fun. You guys, yeah, you did a really good job. Covered a lot of important ground. So thank you.
1: We did. We did. Sam was a great co-host and it was good to have you come on on the show in the end. And, and it was like, you know, we'd never done that before. So it's cool.
0: How are you doing in the postal election um, aftermath? Is it lingering with you or how are you? Are you free?
1: I've rebounded really well. Yeah. Um, I, you know, it, it took me it took me a couple of days and then I started to adjust and started to use a lot of my spiritual tools mm-hmm. to sort of understand stuff. A little prayer, meditation, talking to people, writing about it. And we were talking about the show about, you know, all the negativity that's coming out. And for me, it's like, yeah, bring it on. Like, <laughs> yeah. br- let's bring out all the secrets and the negativity and the hate and everything. Like, let tell us how you really feel. Right,
0: because it's been you bubbling know- forever anyway. Yeah,
1: so it's like a wound. You know, let's get all the bad stuff out. And then the healing can really start. Or, you know, discussions so we can start to heal or whatever. So I'm very... Interested to see what's going to happen and none of us have any idea. It's like I said to Sam last week, if we learned anything, we all know nothing. I know
0: nothing. It really is. It's a it's a I was just in Vegas. It's a crapshoot. Yeah. <laughs> you know, on yeah. some level, it really is. I was saying before the show that I'm still, you know, I'm, I'm trying to really um, watch my um, exposure. Mm-hmm. and really try to um, shut out a lot, you know, too much information, too much news, mm-hmm. too many opinions, and at the same time, stay current on what's going on, mm-hmm. um, but just from my own sort of healing process or recovery process, and I alternate between, like, having these really kind of weird, dark, you know, I- images coming into my brain in the middle of the night when I'm up or, you know, just, like, tossing and turning Yeah, that's happened the last few nights, and then trying to think of things in a more global and spiritual and cosmic perspective and know that ultimately I do trust that everything happens the way it's going to, even if to our earthly eyes, it looks really effed up.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And it's like one of the reasons why I say like, you know, bring out the honesty and let people like really express what they're feeling. It's because I really feel like in the end, progress is going to win and love will win. Like I really inherently, truly in my soul and heart of hearts believe that. And so that's why, like, yeah, I'm like, all right, you know, you're a hating person. Yeah, that's fine. Because I'm not, you know, I'm trying to focus on love. And I think the more that a lot of us do that, the more we're going to feel better about what's going on.
0: Do you want to sing Kumbaya with me just for fun?
1: Kumbaya (laughs) at Thanksgiving.
0: (laughs) Nice segue. (laughs) And we were talking before um, earlier, um, before you um, came in, uh, Sam and I were talking about the age of Aquarius. Mm -hmm. So, of course, you know, me being the. 60s hair lover that I am had that sort of the fifth dimension running through my brain so Uh maybe we'll get back to that at the end of the show or we could spare people and not sing for them.
1: Yeah, or yeah, who knows? You never know what's going to happen on this show. Donald Trump may stop by You know he's, what? He's he not just, that far away. He needs a little good press. Donnie, if you're listening, call the show. The number's 877 480 4120.
0: Okay, you need to speak for yourself right oh, now. Oh, no, wouldn't that be great? That.
1: Oh, my God, are you kidding? Oh, my
0: God. Callie,
1: you've wanted to take this <laughs> show to the next level. I mean, yeah, I don't know how you define It's next like, level. you know, listen, I'm not going to whore us out, we're going to make this a very professional interview. Like, dude... What, what are you the? talking about? <laughs> dude, you know, dude wait, Donnie, Donnie, <laughs> be honest with us. You still can't believe it, right? You're still going to bed like Melania. I can't believe I won this thing. I know. What you am can. I going to do now?
0: <laughs> Cut to Al- Alec Baldwin on um, on a Saturday Night Live <laughs> as Donald Trump Googling uh, or asking Siri, how do you conquer ISIS? You know, it's really <laughs> anyway. We digress. And you know what? If he wants to walk in here, God bless. I'll handle it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, We'll handle it. Yeah. So, um, don't worry, Callie, I'm here. I'll take care <laughs> of you. <laughs> and you've got your Superman t-shirt on tonight too. So I do. I'm feeling really super. Helpful.
1: So even Donald Trump ain't going to bring me you got, down. Like, the,
0: you got the shield. You got the shield protecting you. Da,
1: da, da, da. Um,
0: so should we talk about tonight's topic?
1: I think we should. Would
0: you like to introduce it?
1: Sure. So Thanksgiving is this week. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody. Yeah, same. Everyone am. listening around the world. If you celebrate a different holiday this month, happy holiday in November. But happy Thanksgiving to everybody. This is one of my favorite holidays. I love Thanksgiving. Tonight we're going to talk about tackling Turkey Day. Yes. So different ways to deal with this particular Thanksgiving, which may be a little different than other, other Thanksgivings mm-hmm. because of some things going on in something they call politics. politics. Also, we're going to give you some ideas about you know how to take care of yourself, how to focus on some of the blessings and the good stuff.
0: Mm-hmm family dynamics oh we're teasing we're doing like deep teases for our upcoming segments that's right us. we're crazy like that now.
1: <laughs> if you listen the whole hour this is what you may hear
0: um so shall we start what do with- i mean if of course <laughs> like
1: after you're listening you'll hear all that
0: yeah so i was uh, i guess if we you know to your point about politics obviously this is all very fresh um politics tend to come up on a non-election year in family gatherings, you know, they always say the cliche is, you know, during, uh, um, at the dinner table, you never bring up religion and politics. I typically hate those rules as like an interviewer and a question asker and a sort of provocateur of conversation. Right. I've never really followed those rules. I have lately (laughs) because I've learned my lesson. (laughs) I'm spanked all upside God knows where, you know, like learning my lesson in places where maybe I should have been a little bit quieter and or inadvertently reacted to somebody else saying, something that I thought was very presumptuous and then me having to defend my defend my team as it were right Um, but anyway so politics and family gatherings and Thanksgiving you know um, I just was I was driving over here I was listening to um, WNYC public radio and they were talking about the same same topic and no we didn't we didn't um, steal it from them no they stole our topic let's get things straight (laughs) they still we should be so lucky to have them steal anything from us right Um, because they are a class act but um, so they were talking about how to tackle the idea of um, politics at the you know dinner table over Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. <coughs> and someone's and they had people calling in, and somebody suggested that um, there should be a time limit, like decide that you're gonna have an open discussion. I think they were talking about (laughs) a parent and a child having different political views, having voted for opposing candidates. And they said, you know, so decide before dinner starts, before you sit down at the table, Mm -hmm. that you're gonna have an egg timer or whatever it's gonna be. You're gonna set a finite time of say 45 minutes, which to me was very generous and a little scary, but. Right. um, And everybody can, with dignity and love, express their point, and then when when that time is over, that topic is done, we go to the table, we have a nice time. We throw back some wine, and and everybody's good to go.
1: So my question is, how soon does the egg timer get thrown on the ground and break? <laughs> exactly. And how soon does someone just ignore the egg timer and keep making their point?
0: Right, exactly. Yeah. I know, you know, and we have. Um, my my family because um, and any given year there's extended family between different in-laws and then friends and stragglers that we invite that are extended family members, mm. so you know it always varies a little bit. But um, there's always b- often been a very equal distribution of very opposing views in our you know mostly my immediate and and you know my immediate family and then maybe one one extension beyond that right <clears throat> one circle beyond that and. It's gotten very heated at dinner tables, and there were certain people that um, were less censored or didn't really feel as self-conscious about sharing their opinions, even though it was a nice family occasion. It happened at some, like, religious holiday dinners and all that. So there was one year my sister, who, God bless her, does a lot of the hosting in the family, right? Um, made a sign. That you put on the front door before you entered that said, No politics tonight, at the, you know, no politics once you cross over the, sh- the door threshold. Right. Um, now, one or two people might not have noticed that sign, but right. in theory, you know, it
1: worked. It was a good idea. You know, we we should have mass produced those for Thanksgiving and we could have made <laughs> some money this year. So apparently we have a phone call. Who is our caller? Uh, we have it-
0: Andy on
1: line one. Andy, what's up, Andy? Welcome to the Robin Callie Show. How you doing?
2: Hi, guys. Hi. I'm so- Excited to be on your show. Thanks for calling.
0: Happy Thanksgiving.
2: Happy Thanksgiving to the both of you. Thank and you. Uh, wow, what a what a relevant and rich topic. And you're you're talking to someone very passionate, um, very opinionated. And my my only solution for for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, is good old fashioned duct tape. <laughs> 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 so, are you going to be distributing that around the dinner <laughs>
0: table this year? What's happening? How do you well, how do you do it?
2: You know, I read your I read your question, Kelly, as I was walking in the house uh, this evening, and I I was laughing, and I happened to look over at where my daughter keeps her school supplies and craft project stuff, and I see this (laughs) roll of leopard-printed duct tape. And, you know, Kelly knows I'm a fashionista, and and I cut a piece off and took a photo and sent it to her. And I, I honestly, I thought, well... There, there is something to this, you know. Maybe you cut a few pieces and you put them over by, you know, a certain section of the table. And for those individuals that just cannot hold their tongue, maybe they use it. So, I don't know. Just a thought.
1: So, Andy, I got a question for you. Is the kind of thing where people walk in and you ask them how they voted, and then you offer them the tape, or are you an Perfect, equal? You're maybe. an equal opportunity <laughs> shutter upper.
2: I don't know. I don't, <laughs> no. Can, Sally knows that I would probably offer the pieces to certain individuals. (laughs) Yeah, well,
0: and it depends. There might be times where you would, yeah, offer them unsolicited. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Just sort
0: mm-hmm. of, it's kind of, and it's you know, and um, I did. And I saw a picture that you um texted earlier, and it's yeah, it's like sexy muzzling. It's a whole new, it's a whole new trend, <laughs> whole new trend <laughs> in this in the the dark age post uh, apocalyptic election days, right? For
1: at least for half the country. Yes,
2: and it comes in all sorts of patterns and colors, so there's something uh, for everyone. There
1: you go. You're making it kind of sexy there, Andy. <laughs> I think our I think our <laughs> listeners are going to want to go to like you know website and buy this stuff. You're going to have to give us information <laughs> once you start manufacturing.
2: Uh, Well, I I have to confess, I did post on LinkedIn that you guys were having this topic and the show along with a photo of me muzzled. So I do hope that it supports your ratings. (laughs) Oh,
0: thank you. We'll We'll pimp you out. We appreciate that. We'll pimp out any of our
1: friends. It's definitely a different (laughs) idea. So thank you so (laughs) much for that.
0: Yeah, thank you. What are you now for um, Thanksgiving? Do you um, and traditionally, have you ever had issues with like family dynamics or conversations that you felt needed to be controlled? At the, at the oh, dinner um,
2: table? I would say that it's an, an ongoing thing. Um, I come from a family that does not hold back, and someone is always getting into some sort of trouble. It's usually my dad and I going at it. And uh. It's usually around, you know, the holidays. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, uh, I, I don't I, – I heard your rule about no politics or – you know, religion at the dinner table, and we don't seem to practice that.
1: (laughs) So what we're going to try and do tonight is offer people the idea of maybe having a game plan when they show Mm -hmm. up, you know? So, Andy, have you thought about that? Like, maybe you've already decided you're just going to not talk about politics or try and control yourself a little this year?
2: Well, the good news is I'm going to a home that everyone that's going to be in attendance is aligned with my um, political... You know, beliefs mm. right now. Oh, that right. sounds. That sounds so,
0: very. Uh, I feel
2: like I'm in a safe place. Civilized. To uh-huh. say what I need to say. Mm.
0: Right. That sounds refreshing. I haven't really been in many of those situations in a long time where it's unilaterally comfortable like that. So that's good.
2: Yeah, I'm quite relieved.
1: Yeah, <laughs> K- Callie needs a little love and support this Thanksgiving. Need she tribe. needs to be around her tribe yes, and her people. I do. But any tribe. We're going to break. Andy, thank you so much for calling Thanks in. For really calling. appreciate your support of the show. Happy Thanksgiving.
0: Happy, happy Thanksgiving. happy, happy Thanksgiving.
2: Happy Thanksgiving. Big kisses. Take uh, care. Bye. Take care.
1: So yeah, that's Andy. Andy giving a new idea for Thanksgiving to <laughs> shut people up. So with that, we're gonna come back. We'll talk more about some ideas for tackling turkey day. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Robin and Callie show. This is Rob K. And I'm here with my friend and co-host Callie Alpert. And hi. tonight, Hey. Hi. Ho. We, hi, ho. And we got Sam on the board. And uh, yeah, we're blasting off. We're in space. We're talking about tur- <laughs> Tackling Turkey Day. If you have any Anxiety this Thanksgiving worries, if you're just feeling down or if you're feeling great, you mm-hmm. know, you just want to rub it in people's face. We're going to be talking. Yeah. We're going talk- to yeah, we're gonna be talking about that as well. Um, but before the break, we were talking about families and politics and my family for the most part has usually been Democrats. Um, I think certain people in the family have changed their opinion over the years Um, But for the most part, I think we're a lot of Democrats, but we have a a crazy uncle of mine who I love, and he is a staunch Republican. And even when there's not an election, whenever we get Mm -hmm. to get the family together for a dinner or something, he will try and stir it up by criticizing Democrats or President Obama or something. And he was so anxious about this election that um, my mom actually because it's her brother she actually had to tell him you can't talk about politics anymore when Mm -hmm. you come to the house and it's because he was so concerned that Trump was going to lose now that Trump won I'm guessing that he's going to show up uh, oh he's probably going to show up and be gloating ear to ear I'm very interested to see what he does but I've made a decision that I'm just not going to really partake or interact much as far as politics go Um, I think there's something about Facebook right now where I don't go on Facebook a lot anyway, but people are so upset. And I mean, at every little move that's being made politically, they're so triggered. It's like the last thing I want to do is show up at a family dinner where there are triggered, built in triggers there anyway from all the history with everybody. (laughs) It's It's like I don't need to add to it. So what I've decided this year is that I'm going to be an observer. Mm -hmm. I'm going to just kind of watch And I'm going to be a little quiet and I'm really just not going to interact, especially like just when it comes to all that political stuff, Mm -hmm. I'm just going to sort of let other people do that.
0: Are you ready for that? I mean, I I know that's been your decision. Do you feel like is that, is it in your, is it in your bones yet?
1: Yeah. You know, I just, I keep saying everything's going to be fine. Yeah. You know, just (laughs) using those. His eyes are
0: crossed while he says that. I just want everybody to know. Yeah. (laughs) You
1: you know that my favorite affirmation, this may not suck.
0: (laughs) (laughs) This may not suck. (laughs) Um, one of the, you know, maybe from a more psychological, spiritual perspective, you're reminding me is when I'm trying to sort of process my own relationship with like, especially when I'm around people that I love and some people very close to me that I love dearly that are completely of, you know, opposing views than I am. And a lot, um, and often when there's family gatherings now, it's sort of, we all kind of, we definitely know where everybody sits with all of this. So, and we respect and we know that our love transcends all of it. Um, Or Trump's all of it. I love Trump's the Trump. Um, But, uh, you know, some people will will like kind of veer off in a corner and do a little just quiet talking amongst themselves. And, you know, you can place best as to what the topic is of conversation. Right. But what I've been trying to also do while I've been processing all of this, and um, I think this works in, when it comes to any sort of uh, intimate fa- family gatherings, regardless of what the topic of conversation is, yeah. because it's ripe for so many triggers when you're with family, mm. and there's pressure of the holidays also, so you're supposed to be in this honeymoon and all the you know, expectations of what it's supposed to be like and all the movies you've seen and the fabulous kennedy gatherings on the front lawn and whatever your frame of reference is, hmm. is really, we never had kennedy yeah nor gatherings did we i don't know family. where that just, image just came from i just from, wanted um, to tell I, you yeah, yeah, yeah i mean we. i know i i, never, I look yeah. like i come from that kind of family <laughs> but no that's not the truth we tackled each other but it wasn't in football that was um, so uh so um but i also try to look at where you know if i can catch myself in the moment why i'm feeling triggered you know, so it's happened a lot politically where I've been around a lot of people that are are not of my um, viewpoint. and it's and I've been a minority in a room, and it's been very, very challenging. And um, so I have to sort of look at what is my why am I being so affected by it and try it because that's the part that I can control. Right. And then if you kind of not to get too deep in the weeds here, but if you look at it as just, you know, everyone's got their own place, their own opinion, as long as they're respecting my space, Mm. you know, if they want to be attached to it, if they don't want to be wrong, that's their stuff. I don't need to prove to myself or to anybody else that I'm right or that my stance is correct or that, you know, um, I need to be heard more. You know what I mean? Like, I think that that's just something that's good to be mindful of when people are kind of like you know striking chords whether it's politics or whatever when you're in a family situation
1: yeah. And you just reminded me or gave me the idea that, you know, this applies to any topic. It's like, what if there wasn't an election this year? Right. You know, what if people weren't so upset about that? This <laughs> is sort of maybe a general idea that you can use around family, especially family where all those built in buttons are and everybody pushing them and and just sort of, you know, you don't want to end up talking about something and then you end up talking about it. You know, it's sort of like maybe to have a game plan before you go there. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to make a decision that I don't want to get upset. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just not going to talk about it or I'm not going to get involved and I'll just walk away. And something that I was thinking this week is, you know, we always talk about kids and, you know, everything we needed to know we learned in kindergarten. Yeah. And if you look at children at a family function, they're usually looking at all the positives. You know, they're off from school the next day, Friday. Then that weekend, um, they're looking forward to dessert. You know, when <laughs> dessert gets served, they all come back to the table after running away after the main meal and you know playing and stuff. If you go into the basement or the playroom, all the kids are having a good time. They're not worried about politics. They're not worried about family history. They're just enjoying the moment. So I've decided this year another thing I'm going to do
0: you got a lot of plans for yeah. Thanksgiving. Well, it's like I've got you know, like a to-do list. I well, like it.
1: It's, it's more like I'm prepping myself, which is yeah. what this show is about, because yeah. I've really put thought into it. Like, all right, when I go there, you know, what what can I do so that I have a good time? So I enjoy forgetting everybody else. Mm-hmm. And so one of the things I'm going to do is, you know, my nephews will be there. I haven't seen them in a while, really catch up with them and Mm -hmm. just sort of hang around younger people that aren't so entrenched in a lot of the vibe and the stress that's going on.
0: Yeah. That's really, it's nice. It's such a nice reminder. And you say prep, it kind of reminds me of being like you're, you're talking like you're your own kind of psychic sous chef. Like you're prepping in your own way for your meal, for your dinner, for your gathering, you know? Yeah. Um, And I do think it's important to remember what it's, you know, what it's all about. Um, before we get into into that, because um, I wanted to speak to just sort of the significance, a little bit of the history of Thanksgiving too. Yeah, yeah. But I also wanted to just um, acknowledge that the other fa- family dynamic that I see a lot of people experiencing—I've even talked about it a little bit inside of my um, group, my inner circles—is when you're spread too thin. There's multiple family needs. Either people are you know married couples, whose house do you go to? Is everybody invited? Um, are there you know stragglers that don't you know that need to be adopted? Are you extending your your invitation? to them and to your table um do i spend more time with my you know um parents as opposed to my you know kids Uh, well that doesn't you know like if there's extended family Mm -hmm. um i have some friends that really have because they were either like adopted slash you know divorce family slash biological families coming back into play and they've got like five families right And the expectation becomes hard because it stretches very, very thin. Right. And sometimes it's a matter of, number one, just sort of really getting um, in touch with what it is that you want that's going to make you happy. Right. um, Where you're not working too much out of obligation, but then also coming from a place of compassion so that you can, you know, meet everybody's needs within reason. It's a tricky balance. I don't know if there's one right or wrong way to do it, except... Again, to number one, take care of yourself and get centered in whatever your strategy is going to be.
1: Yeah, well, I've decided already, you know, I'm going to get up from the kids table mm-hmm. and I'm going to walk <laughs> around and go to the big table. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, and it is. I mean, it's a decision and it does. I mean, I, I think that that's, you know, rather than getting caught up passively and just all the flurry of, you um, preparation and busyness and people coming into town and buttoning up work for a long weekend and all these things Mm. to take a moment for yourself to get quiet and really envision how you want to see your holiday go yeah and who you how you want to show up in that experience and get yourself centered it's it might sound a little airy-fairy but i think it makes a big difference yeah you know you just show up reactively and then you get caught up in the you know, Michigas, as we like to say.
1: Well, and that's what I'm talking about when I talk about the prep, it's really about yeah. me getting centered, yeah. spiritually centered, emotionally centered, yeah. you know, just to where like, I just feel like Mm-mm. I'm calm and at some peace going there rather than when I've gone to things before where I felt anxious and the anxiety controlled me, you know? So for anybody who's anxious about it, take a couple of deep breaths. Think about how you can enjoy the holiday. Don't worry about anybody else.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's but and that and you don't mean it from a selfish perspective. But it's no, like I mean it from a selfish perspective. Oh, okay, good. Well, it's, it's <laughs> you own that. <laughs> you know what? You're right. And I shouldn't say. I shouldn't. Not, first of all, I shouldn't speak for you. And I'm second like of all, fuck everybody there's else. Nothing wrong like with what it. about <laughs> you? Well, I know you're saying it from a you know yeah, no, a, no, from a. Uh, an evolved place and yeah. not from a screw everybody else kind of place yeah, that's yeah, really yeah, what yeah. I'm trying to say there's nothing wrong with being a little bit selfish and taking care of yourself otherwise you know I mean this is supposed to be fun right. in theory it's supposed to be fun that's right it's supposed to be a time of gratitude and a time of gathering and a time of family ritual and right. ceremony and cooking together or just enjoying a nice meal or n- you know I mean there's people that are going through tough times that are you know sometimes um, uh, you know if you're challenged or if You've lost family members, or whatever, something difficult in your life. Mm. Holidays can be particularly difficult. Yeah. um So I think just to take care of number one first is a really smart idea.
1: Yeah, and have fun. Like I think you're going to yeah. wear your second outfit, aren't you? Or no, <laughs> you decide against that. Pocahontas. <laughs> Pocahontas. Yes. There you go. All yeah. right. Yeah.
0: Get my get my braid straight. There you go. um Should we talk a little bit about? Yeah, let's talk about. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do we have yeah. a little time before the break? Um, So, you know, I was thinking about this a little bit earlier because I do think that a lot of holidays and the meaning of them or so-called meaning in quotes gets butchered along the way. And I think it's nice to remember the place from which holidays really come. Mm -hmm. And so, um, you know, obviously Thanksgiving was first born of when the pilgrims landed at Plymouth Rock in whatever, the early 1600s. I'm no historian. Mm -hmm. Um, And it was in the winter time, December. And um, it was because of the, and they lost a lot of people, you know, a lot of their own on their way over. And the Native Americans that were here were the ones to get them through the bitter winter, which is ultimately what spawned the celebration. And that's sort of a very simplified version of, you know, of what Thanksgiving is about. Right. Um, so again, gratitude, collectivity, inclusion. You know, um, I, I do we get political about you know honoring our Native American brothers and sisters and what's going on right now at Standing Rock? I got to throw that in a little bit. Yeah, definitely. Um, because you know, I just my heart and um empathy goes out to that situation, which is you know getting has been getting really really difficult and you know and it's timely now and even if it means just saying a prayer or acknowledging that even if you're not actively involved in it, I think is really important. Yeah. Because this entire holiday, which is not just about taking off of work mm-hmm. and having a nice long four day weekend. It, you know really is in deference to um our Native American culture, which has been mis, mis- misused and mistreated for way way too long absolutely you know? and
1: and completely ignored and forgotten and um you know there is such a great history about thanksgiving as far as our relationship with the indians when we got here native americans and it's like you know i just want to remind everybody that um we broke almost every treaty that we made with native americans and also um they really are forgotten and so um and also i want to bring up one more thing i learned that one of the reasons why that native americans weren't able to beat the white man and fight well is they fought amongst themselves So instead of all the tribes banding together and fighting as one big tribe, they didn't do that. So that's a good lesson for us right now as far as what's going on in the country. But also, I just want to remind everybody that if you're upset about the election... You, this is something that you can do. Mm-hmm. You can support what's going on with the pipeline. You can support Native Americans. You can go to a website that has some sort of advocacy for them and donate 20 bucks so that they can get a Thanksgiving dinner or something. Um, they really are forgotten people in our own land.
0: Yeah, and, and now even like today as it's going on as we speak and things are getting way more pronounced, maybe that's a nice thing to think about for this weekend if you're going to make you know one action or make one contribution – Maybe, maybe that's it.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. So with that, we're going to go to break, and we'll be right back. Go, Callie. Go, go, Thanksgiving, Callie. <laughs> it's Turkey Week at talkradio.myc. <laughs>
0: and we're back thank you for that can you Psycho? tell I'm really excited <laughs>
1: to get some pumpkin pie this year do you <laughs> have any idea how excited I am about is that is that
0: all it takes to get you I, dancing in your chair let me and tell you rapping so. and giving, doing a little beatbox is right. it a little bite of pumpkin pie
1: any girls out there if you make pumpkin pie, you definitely are going to get my heart and soul pretty quickly because I love some com- pumpkin pie.
0: Oh my god, where my naughty brain could go right now with <laughs> your <euphemistic talk. laughs> Oh boy. We love you love him some pumpkin pie, I love all
1: kinds of pie. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, he's an equal opportunity pie lover. That's How's right. That? It's about
1: abundance, <laughs> prosperity. This is the time to reap what we've sown. It's harvesting, you know. You this all is all about head, enjoying brother. life.
0: <laughs> yes it is and you should stop on <laughs> your head but um yes it, it's it's fun to you know it's it's nice to look forward to the rituals um and you know well we're talking about like just um just during the break that I think it's important to to be sensitive to people that either have you know I mean it's a, it, the holidays are a difficult time especially when you live you know in, on the east coast of the United States mm. um, where the weather gets colder and the sun's not shining as much and daylight savings has shifted mm. and people get you know seasonal disorder kicks in and melancholy and the holidays bring up a lot of stuff um, that it's important to find your people you know to find place to take care of yourself and do things that are nurturing for yourself yeah um, and to find um, places to go that are supportive to make sure that you're you know not um, stretching yourself too thin if it means to you know find a nice place to go for a thanksgiving dinner if you're on your own mm-hmm. or you know I know a lot of people start feeling um, I've been even feeling this way lately I've been f- my singleness has really kicked in mm-hmm. you know I've been really feeling it um very palpably in a way that I hadn't um, for a while right um, and I think part of it, it has to do with the just sort of the romance of the end of the year and the weather and all those somebody taught me recently when I was away actually in Vegas one of the younger hipper generation taught me this expression cuffing do you know this nah. like a relationship it means that you get like it's like a you get like a cu- I think it's cuffed or cuffing a relationship just for the winter to get you through the winter and then Valentine's Day or like the day after Valentine's Day you blow them off and they're just there to satisfy this the season. Now that's not how I roll. That, that's so I'm
1: like that is just so spectacularly <laughs> shallow. Like like was, <laughs> does it get more shallow than that? Okay, so it's, here's it's a cultural, it's all right, a, it's so a generational I'm, thing. I'm gonna hang out with them on Christmas and then by <laughs> this day I will break up with them. Okay. All right, let's go.
0: Well, of course, me and my you know, and my uh my my infinite infinite um, you know, forever romantic self that looked at him like love, you know, just sort of disappointed, said, but why wouldn't if you found that person to start with why wouldn't you continue for you know beyond um beyond uh valentine's day yeah you know but i guess when you're um you know some people just slot it in i guess you just slot it in
1: yeah they just need something to get them through the winter you know (laughs) and then they just toss them away and get another one
0: (laughs) you know what god bless talk about the you know the the fruit of plenty or whatever it's called the horn of plenty. If that's, not, if that's how you roll. Cause you've got that many choices. Then God bless. That's you know? right. We're
1: going back to abundance. Yeah. Yep. That's a different kind of whole, abundance. It's, yeah. not the,
0: it's not the first one that I want to support, but right, anyway,
1: right. So, well, again, like <laughs> anyone who's out there and if you are single mm-hmm. and you're having trouble figuring out what to do this year, last year, um, I just felt really single. And I said to my mom, I'm not coming to Thanksgiving dinner. And I just don't want to be the single guy at the table again. And I didn't know what I was going to do. And I remember talking to a friend. I said, you know what? If I go to a diner and I get a Thanksgiving dinner there, it's fine. You know? And she said to me, no, 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 no. You're coming to my house. And it was like a bunch of single people. In fact, I think there was one couple there and there were like, I don't know, a dozen people there. And it was just so many of us who were single, hanging out. And, you know, I didn't mean any checks, but I had a good time and it was just so great. And um, there was like no pressure about, you know, feeling insecure that I was the single guy, you know, and so it was something to do. So, again, if you're single, you have options, you know, you can do other things. If you don't, you don't want to be around a certain group of people, even if it's your family, you don't have to, you know, you can do what you want.
0: I think that's actually a nice point, though, too, is that sometimes giving yourself a little nudge rather than hiding and sort of resigning yourself to um, not going. I, I know I'm, I'm contradicting the point that you just made because I think it depends on the person. Mm. But, I, I mean, I'm now I'm jumping to New Year's. New Year's Eve is not a good one for me. I love New Year's Day. I'm not a big New Year's Eve person. When I was younger, I was. I haven't been. It it's too much. It's almost like the preciousness of it is too big in my head. Right. And I hide a lot on New Year's Eve. And um, so maybe I need to follow my own advice this year as I anticipate New Year's. But um, to your point, sometimes I think maybe a little nudge or um, giving yourself, yeah, just a little kick in the butt to say, you know what, I am going to go and I'm going to be with these people and I'm not in the mood. But, you know, I could always leave and you might be be surprised right you know you might just be surprised there you might meet one new person it might lift your spirits might kind of open you up rather than perpetuating the lonely feeling and the hiding thing yeah
1: definitely and I think one thing I've been suggesting to clients and friends excuse me is to go where it's warm Yeah, and it's something I try and practice in my life in general you know the tribe that I have a lot of warm people support me a lot And just make me feel loved and like I can just be Rob, you know? And if you are thinking about spending Thanksgiving with a bunch of people that don't make you feel that way, where you can't just be yourself, maybe make a new decision and do something different and go where it's warm. Maybe spend it with people that are in your tribe, your chosen family. Because... Again, I think the most important thing about Thanksgiving for me, and I love this holiday. Yeah, I do
0: too. It's my favorite.
1: I do. I love the food. (laughs) I love the, the rituals, the traditions of it, the history. I just think it's such a rich time of year with the fall foliage and the weather getting a little colder and you break out your jacket and football's going on. It's just such a great time of year. And I think with that, you don't have to diminish all that by doing something that makes you uncomfortable you know i'm not saying that you never do things that are uncomfortable but in general life is short you know go where it's warm be around people who make you feel really good about yourself
0: Yeah, and Sam just um, slipped me a little note, which is a really nice reminder, too, that um, there's more, as much as you'd like to think this happens throughout the whole year, there's more opportunities for volunteering, you know, to give of yourself, which is one of the best ways to fill yourself up and lighten your spirit in about three seconds is to volunteer to local local soup kitchen or, you know, local um, shelter or whatever it may be, Um, you know, it's a really, really special way to, you know, to enjoy the holidays. And again, historically, that's part of what the, you know, traditional definition of Thanksgiving is. Is. it's yeah. celebrating your you know gratitude it's celebrating abundance and it's also celebrating um the idea of giving to people that are less fortunate so i think it's important to keep that in mind yeah yeah definitely. rob and i are being too selfish to remember <laughs> yeah <that's laughs> we we're right. thinking too much like, about what we're eating to remember oh, to, oh yeah the and volunteering if part. you
1: want like give to somebody else do something, for, <laughs> do something nice for somebody else no yeah. it's a good reminder yes. sam thank you yes thank you um and yeah. also just an idea that if you really feel desperate and you just are not looking forward to thanksgiving Watch Brooklyn. That'll make you feel so much better. Have you seen this yet? No. Oh, my God. This movie. Sam, did you see it? Oh, my God. I love this movie. It's one of my favorite new movies. I watched it a couple months ago. And in it, I think it takes place around Christmas time. And it just.
0: Is that the Irish immigrant? Yeah. Couple yeah that emigrate. Yeah.
1: Uh-huh. But it really captures what it was like back in the 50s in mm-hmm. Brooklyn and New York. And it's so old fashion. And it's just kind of a feel good movie. It's a feel good story. And, um, yeah, it could be a classic for the holidays for you. So if you have nothing better to do, maybe watch Brooklyn. That's a suggestion.
0: Recommendation. Yes. Um, I think the other, you know, I was watching, um, I, I'm a little addicted to, um, Alaskan reality shows. It's one of my like delicious, (laughs) they're not even, it's not even, I'm not even guilty. It's guilt free for me. There's a whole spate of these, you know, shows on television.
1: Wait, does Sarah Palin like host it every week? Hi, (laughs) welcome back to Alaskan (laughs) Stories. Tonight (laughs) I'm gonna talk about how I could still see Russia from my house.
0: (laughs) That's why I watch it because I'm such a Sarah Palin fan. Um these are I didn't even know these existed. Oh my gosh. Oh, they're so all right. Well, I could I could almost do a whole show on that, but I'll I'll spare you guys, maybe not a whole show. There is a whole it's been a trend for a long for for a, a few years now now there's a whole bunch of them and they're fascinating because they're all these families that are living in the like far reaching wilderness of Alaska creating their own homesteads and they're very family dependent because there's no town there's no civilization they're completely Mm self-sufficient completely sustainable like no nonsense you know Mm -hmm. some of them again if you read behind the scenes of when the when the cameras aren't rolling but that's another story um, and they're really beautiful. I mean, it's amazing between hunting and stocking up in the winter for you know to anticipate, or, or in the spring and summer to anticipate winter meals. You're looking at me like I'm crazy. I'm like, what the fuck are really, you talking so about? Fascinating. I, I had no idea you were oh, watching this stuff. Oh, I've never oh, really? even heard of any of this. Oh my gosh! All right, I'm gonna all afterwards. I'll give you. I'll all give right. you. I'll, I'll point you in a few. They're so. Are you saying that I part of
1: it. Thanksgiving this year is people should like build their own house or an outside shed <laughs> or I'm something?
0: Saying is just um, over the weekend I saw one of the shows and they were doing their Thanksgiving um, oh, okay. episode okay. and so this is a family again and there's a few that are like some of the women the younger women that married into the family of generations of wilt, you know Alaskan bush people um, came from the lower 48 and yet they're still now they've had to learn to you know to um, sort of assimilate into you know all these rituals and everything right. so they everything I mean everything what they grow what they hunt for what they build like everything is done with their bare hands it's very very natural wow. they took it an extra step mm. and decided to revert back to the grandparents that had st- had first um, landed there mm. and, s- and started, you know, the, the beginning of their, their, de- their ancestry there right. and really revert back. So the butter that they made was made with like the butter churner that they brought out of the archives. The tablecloth was made, you know, solely for this purpose. Like everything was them sort of replicating what had happened, you know, in the 1800s or um, thereabout.
1: That's cool, though. It That's was all so cool. special. Yeah. And what
0: it made me. Um, and so, you know, do you need to go sew your own tablecloth or churn your own butter? want you know if you want to sure but it was also just about the ritual and yeah. that's something that I love about Thanksgiving and love about any gathering but especially family gatherings whether it's you cook together or you just show up in the same place every year or you you know whatever it is you know have the same meal or it's it's just about honoring ancestry telling stories yeah. um, and honoring the idea of ritual and ceremony which you know I'm a big proponent of yeah. I don't think it happens enough in our culture these days I think it's gotten very diluted yeah it was a beautiful beautiful reminder i almost envied them i wanted to be at that dinner table with this family It was beautiful
1: yeah no and it's great i was just joking before all you that's st- make fun of my tv toast, no no fun. i just i had no idea you're watching it and i also thought it was like one of those reality shows where they go out in the woods you know something oh, like, like that like Who's survivor in alaska <laughs> yeah yeah no but it's they're like for,
0: they're pretty for real no
1: i think that's so great and yeah. what about the lack of technology yeah it's like you know they're not Zippo. sitting around on their their iphone yep. they're they're sitting around you know I don't know, in front of the fire, telling stories or, you know, just catching up with each other, connecting with each other in a real, uh, like, um, wholesome,
0: you're going to use wholesome.
1: I, yeah, something like that, or just a soul level, like a, you know, just that old sort of family feel, you know, the Kodak commercial type feel where it's not just about what, what are you shopping for, for Christmas on Thanksgiving or, you know, what's going on in your, 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 uh. Your smartphone, it's just about connecting with other people. And I think that is part of what Thanksgiving is for me. No matter who I'm spending it with, I really try and connect with others. Even if I'm volunteering or whatever it may be, it's like this is about each other. And especially at this time of year and this particular Thanksgiving. I think it's good that we all remember that we have a lot more in common than different. Yes. And I'm going to try and respect other people's differences, allow them to have their own opinion and not feel like I have to force my opinion on them or get them to change their mind or persuade them my way and just allow people to be. You know, and then I'm just going to be who I am.
0: Yeah, and I think also, you know, again, when we feel out of control with the macro of what's going on in our country and in the world, the one thing that we can really speak to and show up for is our personal dynamics and what we do and the responsibility we take and the accountability we have in our relationships. And that ultimately ripples out. It all starts there, as small as that might feel on certain days. It's important. And days like Thanksgiving are a perfect day to look people in the eye and laugh together and tell stories and not get up from the dinner table and check your phone phone five times and you know just really be present
1: yeah exactly
0: so with that um we're going to take a break when we come back where i think we're going to talk a little bit more about gratitude and how we can approach the holiday with joy
1: the blessings of thanksgiving we'll be right back welcome back to the robin Callie show and we're at the part of the tackling turkey day (laughs) Part of the show, we're going to talk about blessings and and what we're thankful for. And um, in my family, a lot of times at Thanksgiving, we go around the table and we each talk about what we're thankful for that year. And I'm just so grateful for this show. I'm grateful for you, Callie. I'm grateful for you, Sam. I'm grateful for talkradio.myc. Yes. This place has brought so much color and gratitude in my life and so much meaning and fulfillment you know I've wanted to get back into radio for so long Um, I remember I was talking to Sam one day and I just started crying talking about the station and it's because it means so much to me to be actually experiencing this after talking about it for so (laughs) long and feeling like I'm fulfilling part of my destiny so I'm so thankful that we're on the air doing this show and I'm just so grateful that you know we're still thinking of ideas that we feel help people and bring them some laughs
0: that's beautiful thank you for that
1: sure
0: um, I uh, grat yeah the idea of gratitude is obviously very important again Thanksgiving you know we you start getting the mail to send contributions to children's hospitals and people go and volunteer at soup kitchens and um, it's also the time when you go around the table we have the same ritual at our place we go around the table and everybody expresses what they'd like to express yeah I think it's important to try to do that every day mm-hmm. um, but it's really you know when you have the reminder of special holidays and celebrations I think it's particularly important especially when you're doing it in mass with a group there's something really beautiful about that and creates a certain energy that perpetuates itself you know yeah um so yeah i'm well i could should i talk about what i'm grateful for yeah yeah definitely you know so many things i mean i I was thinking and this is probably now um i guess my 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 parents probably aren't listening so i I won't be redundant when i say it on thursday um you know i uh I've talked about this so much over the last, you know, year, um, that the last two years plus have been very, very challenging on a lot of levels. And I'm really, I'm, I'm, I'm look, I don't want to say that anymore because I'm done with all that in my mind and I don't really want to continue to dignify that. That said, I'm so grateful for my, especially my family, my immediate family and the amount of help and support and generosity they've given me to get me through it. Mm -hmm. Um, and that continues to my friends and my my well, I consider you a family member, my yeah. tribal family. Yeah. Um And my chosen family, you know, that everybody knows who they are. Because to me, that's the core of everything. If you don't have that, you know, um, your health and people that love you and support you, especially when times are challenging, um, then what do you have? So that's what I'm most grateful for. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm also grateful for my constitution. I'm grateful for my lessons. I'm grateful for the darkness and all the the shitty stuff and the beauty that comes out of that and the fact that I think um, this... Particularly, particular Thanksgiving sort of marks a um, coming out of the tunnel a little bit more into the light. I've made that decision that that's what I want. You know, that's where I want to be now. Yeah. Um, and I look forward to my circumstances catching up to that mindset. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, I mean, there's there's so much, you know, so much.
1: Well, and first of all, good for you because I know it's been a tough time for you, and I'm just so proud of you that you've had the resiliency and is that resiliency and persistence sure. to keep going thank you and me. make it to this time and I think when we start manifesting it always starts with that feeling right where we feel like things are changing before they actually change and then like you said we catch up to the experience of it yeah. so I can't wait to hear some of the good news coming your yeah, way
0: yeah thank you
1: yeah I, I mean I'm just so thankful for this year um this year is really focused on business and health I was really focused on that I wasn't focused on meeting a girl or dating much you know that happened here and there but it was I'm really, focused on on you meaning girl. <laughs> <laughs> there. Get
0: please ladies get them off my back no, just kidding. Right, right,
1: right So just kidding. so Callie's focus on that for me. But um, but yeah, you know, my health is good and um, you know, just taking care of myself and also, just business, you know, growing and flourishing in a different way this year and money coming in in new ways and more abundantly, easily and effortlessly, which is what I've been you know, trying to manifest for a long time and use affirmations for. And, you know, most importantly, the, the friends I have in my life and, you know, the brothers and sisters who are just so close to me in my tribe. It's like. I think one of the things that I try and practice that I try and help clients with and anyone with is really to appreciate the small things. Yeah. And, you know, when I, like, I have a friend, Melissa, who I talk to sometimes. And when I talk to her, and she's like a sister to me as well. And when I talk to her, I'll be telling a story. And because sometimes I get a little insecure, like I'm boring the person, I'll say that, like, are you sure you want me to tell you this? Is this boring? She's like, no, no, no go ahead. I'm listening and you know and it's like just that alone could make my whole ho- holiday season just someone saying no I'm here for you I'm interested in you I love you I support you I want good things for you that alone to me is just something I'm so grateful about in my life and you two are part of that so thanks
0: I got you to yeah. both of you gentlemen yeah and definitely well Sam I'm gonna thank Sam off the air too soon but um uh, it's like spiritual solidarity, you know, sort of a term that comes to mind as you're talking like that. I think it's always important and it's important to offer it back, um, just to show up for people, just to be present, just to give them an ear and an open heart. You don't have to do much more than that. Mm-hmm. I've had a few experiences lately where, um, it was when I was on the road, actually, it happened at least once or twice, mm-hmm. um, where I, um, Maybe I was like sitting in a bar um, slash restaurant eating dinner. Yeah. <laughs> and and this, is, this actually did happen. And there was a young server there, a woman who was wildly attentive. I was by myself. Wildly attentive, wildly in the know, super foodie, very detailed. Like she was so good at her job, a young woman. And there was something just about her energy and her um, knowledge and her attention span and her multitasking that was so noticeable to me that I... I said, I expressed it to her a few times, truly from my heart. I was just so taken by the way she was treating me and her, and her job. Mm-hmm. And she said to me, she almost, she said, she almost started crying and she said, thank you so much. You warm my heart. I really need to hear that today. Mm-hmm. And it's happened a few times lately where you know you can go out of your way even for strangers it's just one little moment of human you know humane exchange mm. especially in a day and age where we feel really disconnected from that and I think people are more in need of it yeah. again going to back to the point of feeling like sort of out of control and things are a little bit trickier right now mm. um, is any version of that whether it's with people you know and love or even with a stranger on the street or a smile or whatever it is can really make the difference yeah um, and it really ripples out and it's just a nice way to to kind of open your heart
1: yeah yeah and it's like you know not only go where it's warm but be the warm person you know be a warm tour guide you know like guide people towards some warmth and give them some warmth and even a smile you know i'm, I'm always amazed at how people strangers i meet in the city Especially if they're feeling like I'm going to react negatively to them, if I smile at them or say hello or something positive, it makes their whole day because they're expecting something negative. And so, you know, if you really want to express some gratitude or or show how thankful you are for Thanksgiving and this holiday, just do one nice thing tomorrow for somebody. Mm -hmm. Even if it's just to say hello to somebody that you never say hello Mm -hmm. to.
0: I want to just quickly speak to the opposite of that, too, because... <clears throat> Kelly's
1: way- like, and then the other people just fucking <laughs> ignore them. Well,
0: yeah, it's the diplomat side of me. I always likes to cover both sides. But... um I also know what it's like to not feel gratitude on a certain day because you're, you know, struggling to find it, feeling like it's a little further down somewhere. It's not right there at the surface and it's mm-hmm. not, at, you know, at your fingertips. Um, and so it's a word that gets bandied about a lot, you know, and it's, you know, in the spiritual circles and it can be overused and seem a little like it. Um, it, 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 it I guess overused would be the, the right word. And I just want to also honor people that aren't necessarily feeling that easily. All and, and what I can suggest and encourage is that there's always one thing. There's one little thing, it might take a little bit longer to find it, yeah. but there's one little thing that you can find. Um, and it really does lighten you up if you can just, st- again, like we talked about earlier with the nudging, take yourself maybe out of your apartment and go to a friend's house or to volunteer or whatever it is. Yeah. Let yourself give yourself permission to try to find one thing that you're grateful for, and it really will fill you up in a way that you might not expect.
1: Yeah yeah and then the other thing is really enjoy yourself like just delve into the holiday like you know the meal that it is and you know just eat
0: your pumpkin pie yeah and
1: it's like oh totally and it's like just you know the turkey and the gravy and stuffing my mom makes these sweet potato pies with marshmallows on top it's so good and i'm gonna go home with a lot of leftovers you know and, and as a bachelor i can definitely appreciate those and be thankful for those all week but it's like really enjoy yourself if you're really stressed out, if you're worried about spending money for Christmas or whatever it may be or, or Hanukkah or whatever holiday, Kwanzaa, whatever. It's like just do something this Thanksgiving where you really can just enjoy yourself. It's so important in every way and it'll make next year kick off to a great start.
0: Wow, that was a good commercial for Thanksgiving. Absolutely. Oh, I thought
1: you were going to say it's a great commercial for 2017.
0: <laughs> what did I say? Coming next, year, next year, greatness.
1: <laughs> Rob says it here.
0: <laughs> yes, I second everything that you just said. I think that um, ultimately, remember to have fun. We've covered a lot of ground, and I really, oh, it, it always does come down to that. Just try to enjoy yourself and mm-hmm. find little places, you know, little ways and spaces to do that. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Definitely. Um, so with that, we want to wish everybody a happy, healthy, safe Thanksgiving, regardless of what you're doing with it. Um, we wish everybody peace and joy and health and happiness and a really beautiful holiday.
1: Yes, definitely. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Take care, y'all.